Hello, welcome friends. This is Cindy Silva. Welcome to the Metaphysical Wisdom Podcast. I'm here with my friends, Danny and Raina. We're just fresh out of a spring Qigong retreat that they led. And I was just excited to come into the space and do a little review of my personal experience because it was just really enriching. Um, as a Qigong teacher myself, I just got to see some real depth. I've not, I've led, you know, classes and half day retreats, but never a three day retreat. So you guys have really, you two have really shown me how holding space for a longer period of time can really enrich and provide more depth. And um, that's what I experienced. So I wanna open it up for each of you to share a little bit about uh, your work with Qigong and you work so beautifully together and that synergy is just another whole piece of what I experienced. So let's have you each say a few words and bring your energy into the space and then we'll see where it goes from there. Okay, well, I'll get started. So uh, of course, thank you, Cindy, for this time. And yes, fresh out of retreat, very feeling all the beautiful um, blessings already from just being together and so seeing you again here. Um, very grateful. And of course, to lovely Danny. Yes. Yeah, just uh, feels so good. I feel like I just smile right now. <laughs> this is, this is me right now. <laughs> so really, um, you know, my journey with Qigong has been 13 years. And the moment I came to it, I, I knew that this was the path for me. This was really the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And one of the very amazing things on this journey beyond exploring myself and learning my true self-awareness is really meeting an amazing community and amazing teachers, amazing friends. Like Danny, we've been uh, now our 17th retreat we just completed. And really this community um, that has allowed us to continue to grow. And yes, to be in space, to hold space for our, our deepest healings. And so Really, that's how I came to Qigong. The moment I came to it, I knew it. And uh, I've been practicing Jinan Qigong for the last 13 years. And it's been a blessing for myself and for my family and is my life journey. Mm. Thank you, Raina. Beautifully said. Danny? Ah, Qigong, the love of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So I found Qigong when I was ready for it, like probably 18, 17 years ago, something like that. And, and before my path started moving uh, from Italy, coming to California, and uh, with the excuse to learn the language, English. And what happened, my English teacher opened the door to my, my new life to my new journey. And that's when the student is ready, teacher will appear. And that's how my journey started. And from there, yoga. And from there, when I was ready, Qigong and Zin and Qigong. And I will always remember the moment I, I had my first encounter and experience, I completely said yes. That became uh, my life my job, my dharma, my passion, my practice, 
So that moment, that experience of walking into the room and finding what I was always looking for, the meditation before, the yoga, everything prepared me to get to that point. And when I experienced the name Qigong, I had no idea what Qigong was, but that was, yes. I felt my heart in a way that I know I was home. I know that that was the peace I was always missing and looking for. So Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, when I was first introduced to it, that wasn't my experience. I'm glad I finally matured to appreciate it because I was was much younger and it was too slow for me and I didn't have the capacity at the time to slow down <laughs> and really get the benefit of it. And I, and I do now and um, I'm just so glad it's come full circle for me and it's really brought me into um, a community of people that um, I just really treasure being with and sharing practice with and meeting people like you. It's just really like coming home, as you say, coming home to something that's always been there, but it was a seed that needed the right phase of life and maturity and so forth to mature. Um, one of the things I really appreciated about this retreat is the way you reframe things and how the, the subtle but very powerful messages of the healing has already happened. And um, at one point, um, Brina was leading a practice and I was connecting to in the Lachi practice, I was just thinking, oh, I'm connecting to all the people who have ever done this before and pulling in all that. And then you said, connect to all the master. You know, it was like, we were just really in sync. And I know of others in the retreat that participated have been raving and sending me messages and saying, you know, that they were right there too. And yeah, so I'd just like to confirm that and um, open it up for you to say anything you'd like to about that whole reframing of everything's in the present moment. It's not something we're waiting in the future for, but we're connecting now to that which we are. Um, we already are, but maybe not fully experiencing. Mm -hmm. Yes, well, I'll start with that. Um, you know, there's really so many layers to it, but again, it's so simple. It is just saying the yes. And Danny has coined that term in our retreat. It's the yes of acknowledging who we are, of bringing our true self to the forefront and not letting the stories to hamper and distort, you know, what our true vision is, which is being here now as a divine being. Um, having the human experience. And we understand that as we continue to progress and grow, we can sense that everything we need is right here, right now. Nothing more. We are already, we are already in the abundance. And when we cultivate and we awaken our mind, we can start to taste that more and more, and we all taste it at different levels. It can be through practice, it can be walking on the beach, it can be hugging a dear friend, but to cultivate that, to be the center of our lives and to radiate from that, from the infinite possibilities. 
This is why we continue to practice, continue to cultivate and just remind ourselves. We're really just reminding ourselves of who we are and letting go of what no longer serves us. And we do it together. So yes, and we are practicing. It's the information, the information with all the times we have practiced, all the times we'll practice in the future, all practitioners from around the world continuing the practice. She doesn't know the distinction between um, future and past. It's all happening here now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's, just, it's all the same field. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Danny, would you like to comment? Yeah, it's so beautiful what you said because there was a moment actually very clear in, in my Zin and Qigong journey that came very clear that it's not do something to get something. Practice this to get something else because it's beautiful. Zin and Qigong and all spiritual practices are wonderful. But if we come from a doing, doing something to get something it's again we stay into the duality me you good bad so there was a moment it was very clear that wow it's in anchigong it's oneness it's in anchigong it's a no duality path is really being home being here now and and already healed, already happy, already home, already one. No more the master, the teacher, the student. We're one. The good, the bad, no, one. The reflection, we are the mirror. So that was an important point of this, this journey to shift also my own practice and, and the way we share it. Beautiful. And for those that aren't familiar with Zen and Qigong, and hope I'm saying it correctly. Perfectly. Yeah. Would you like to share um, about that tradition and how that's unique and why you fell in love with it for those that are unfamiliar? Yes. You go, Dana. You go. Zen and Qigong. I love it. Just a translation, intelligent way to cultivate life energy. And going back to what you shared at the beginning of our conversation, when I, when I went to my first encounter, I remember still reading Qigong and having the reaction, Qigong, it's not my thing, Qigong. I was zero interest to that Qigong, to the Buddhist. I was more into, oh, more into the Indian, to the chanting, to the color. So there was some, some concept about the word that was keeping me away from it. But when I heard the healing meditation of Zin and Qigong, so the, there was that, oh, the healing, okay, I go there for healing. And when I walk into the room, running from being late, from parking, not even knowing why I was going there. And so frantic. And I still remember walking and with all the noise, with all hundreds of people, with all activities and sounds, I felt like, boom, present. So present. 
like everything was there, but my interest was not there anymore, was here. And I look around trying to understand, to discover what was going on there. And I see this little teacher there sitting with his eyes closed. And he was doing what I, I can call now organizing the chi field. He was setting the, the field. And I remember thinking, I don't know what you're doing, but I want that. <laughs> so that was my experience. The Zinan Qigong is, is so open. We go straight to the void, to the nature, to the blue sky, and we bring it back. So the exchange and the opening and closing is really what makes Zinan special, beautiful. Thank you for that. That's, that's very helpful. And I got the chills when you said he was organizing the chi field. Uh, I really felt that. And yeah, the field that you organized together is very beautiful too. I felt it throughout the whole retreat. You want to say something, Raina, about the tradition? Yes. Um, yeah, so much to share. Really, you know, of course, Qigong. Yes, many people are like, what is this? And, you know, Qi, life force energy. Gong is cultivation or work. And Jenen, it's wisdom mind. So we use the power of our mind. And I feel that that may be a distinction where we use a lot of our um, consciousness through the movements. We focus holistically. So we have practices for the physical body, practices to harmonize the emotions, the inner organs. We have practices to awaken the mind. But at the forefront, we're always coming back to that awareness. And I feel that uh, with the wisdom mind to cultivate life force energy, this is the direct translation and it supports to really awaken the potential of our mind. Again, like Danny was sharing, traditionally Qigong was very, you know, master and student and only after many years will the teacher share. There's tradition and there's a beauty in that tradition, yet this is modern Qigong, where these masters said, you know, the time is now for the entire world, for human consciousness to evolve. And so many of them broke from the tradition of saying, okay, I can only teach to the six ears. I can only have a few students and they study for a long, long time with me before, you know, I give the secrets. These masters said, we're just going to go out into the West and share, share the, all the levels share different levels and whoever's ready when the student is ready the teacher will, will appear when the person's ready to cultivate at a certain level that practice will make sense to them but they weren't keeping it to themselves it's everything is open so it's an open system yeah i feel it i feel the time has come for certain and you can feel the um the growth of qigong you know, culturally in this part of the world, very, um, I feel, you know, it's just going to be the next yoga if, um, yeah. So I apologize, there's a little background noise here. Um, so I want to move on to the next question for you so I can mute and not have that noise. Um, 
What I'm really respecting in the way you hosted the retreat and structured it is this really beautiful balance of yin and yang, where there was a, a structure of a morning session and afternoon session. You were always started on time, ended on time. The breaks were consistent. And yet in that structure, this practices, we, I went so deep in one of the um, chi naps we did that Danny led. I was like, I don't know if I can come out of this and get back on this, you know, <laughs> this being awake thing. Um, so there's just, I could feel that there's like these um, balance of yin and yang within the structure, within the practices, within you two trading off. There was such a beautiful passing of the baton back and forth. And it was just this kind of beautiful wave of dancing, the chi chi dancing. And at one point I was seeing, I think it was when we were doing the chi walking meditation, how I, I felt like I was in a labyrinth and I had this vision of the Tai Chi symbol or the yin yang symbol. And I could see the, the white circle in the dark side and the dark circle in the white side being the mind in the body and the body in the mind. And you speak about that quite a bit in some of our practices. So I'd love to have you share a little bit about what does it mean to have the mind in the body and then the body in the, the mind, the big mind. Mm-hmm. Well, first I'll say, you know, it's... Um... A few retreats ago, some one of our students actually sent us a picture of the yin and yang symbol with our pictures in it. <laughs> so, you know, you picked up, of course, on that, that yin and yang energy that Danny and I share. It's, you know, it's so great. Um, you know, yes, as you shared with the structure, we know we want to honor and respect the time. And so within that, within the different sessions yeah we we go deep bring out and you know let that consistency be part of uh the practice as well there's a structure but again there's also that full freedom to explore and as i was sharing you know janen qigong looks at the body holistically and so we want to honor and respect this physical body this is why we are here this is why we can even be on this plane and so at the same time our consciousness can also reflect and manifest this physical body. But to do that consciously, there, a relationship must be, must be awoken within us that, of course, we have the body doing what it does. We have the mind doing what it, what it does. But when we integrate, and this is why we do a lot of going in, and many, many of us, as you shared before, Cindy, um, at a different time in our life, we would not be attracted to Qigong because we are very used to being external. That's all we may have known. And from being at a certain speed of our thinking, of our doing, like Danny shared, to go to a practice that actually makes us slow down. It's like the hamster on the wheel. There's a time where it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. This is not, I, I, this is not attracting me. And it's a certain moment in time though, when we taste what it's like, to be inside, to be from a place of deep knowing that I am here, I am love. I am valuing myself enough to pay that attention, to pay that love, to be here. And from here, 
radiate outward. That, once you taste that, I believe, and I, I feel that we all have tasted it, that's why we are practicing Qigong. But once you taste that, that inner mind actually becomes bigger out here. Then you see from a different view. You'd see from a different view as opposed to if we've lived our whole lives out here, we may be so focused on something this way and we don't open our awareness. So I believe the more in you are, the more out you are too. Yeah. Well said. I love that explanation. Thank you, Rena. Danny, I'd love to hear your perspective on that. Body, what I see, Shen, consciousness, body, Jin, and Qi. So what with Zin and Qigong, with our practice, the Shen, the consciousness, is returning the master of this body, of this Qi, and the master also of the mind. So the mind can become a wonderful tool to manifest, to create, to think from the healing, the active healing mind. So that's, that's uh, but it's all about returning, allowing the Shen, the consciousness, to return the master. And the beauty of Zinen is like um, connecting to Varena, you just sharing. I am here, present, fully inside, and I am expanded. So what, what one of the, the moments when I fall in love with Zinang was also this clear experience that before with all the meditation I, I experienced before, it was all about expanding, expanding, and dissolving. But with Zinang was, oh, I expand, but I am here. So I am always here, always in this body. So always centered, always connected. And I open and expand. So keeping, keeping the dance between ooh, we dissolve and oops, I'm here taking care of this body, taking care of this temple, nourishing, receiving, drinking the tea. So that, that balance and that dance is very beautiful. Yeah, my experience of that um, expanding is that we, we live, you know, we're energy. So we exist on all these planes of reality, right? And when we expand, we're integrating, you know, things can get in the way if we're not doing regular practice of some kind. It's like not taking a shower, right? <laughs> you just open and open and open the lines of communication between all parts of yourself. Not that there's any separateness, but the different levels of consciousness, if you will, or intelligence at different levels are more refined in the outer, if you will, um, subtler fields. And then you get into the denser physical and that expanding out is just like this. Um, it's hard to find a word to describe it, but my experience was just this welcoming in the potential of my uh, most sensitive um, receptors, you know, and to, to bring that into the body, um, and to create more circulation, right? Of course, is what the objective of all practice, um, 
not just blood circulation, but circulation of all um, information and um, belonging and so forth. And what I want to keep coming back to this perfect balance of the yin and yang with the retreat, because there were practices that were very active and very challenging, right? <laughs> we did this for how long? My shoulders were burning. And um, then there were practices that were so passive that there was nothing to do but receive. So I love that balance. And what's unique about this, or I think most people maybe new to Qigong, is that sometimes you stay with one single practice for a whole hour, where in the typical Qigong class um, that you might find at um, a club or something like the classes I lead, we're doing, we're changing the practice, right? We're going from one practice to another to another, which is beautiful and creates a flow and an opening. And But the ones where you really stay with that, um, you, I think you use the word will, and there's something about burning through some of the old injuries, old stagnant energies that open circulation for a new flow and you have to get through that sort of that resistance and that wanting to give up and just like having a second wind and staying with it and getting the benefits on the other side i'd love to have you each share a little bit about that mm -hmm. danny do you want to go you go <laughs> <laughs> so yes we have um we wanted first of all in our retreats we because of how Danny and I work together, you know, we come together and we, we say, okay, what's the intention of this retreat? And the overall intention of most of our retreats, if not all, is for us to directly experience. And to directly experience, knowing that there's different levels of participants, knowing that each practice has its own gifts to share, we give the spectrum. In Jinan Qigong, there's approximately 300 different practices and meditations. And I'll say now, I don't know them all and I probably won't know them all. And that's not the point. The point is to, yes, to develop the relationship with those that will serve you, those that will help you progress. And so in our times together, I mean, we're doing three, four days sometimes even, and we're doing hours a day. And so we are, you know, journeying together and so we want to share the static practices, the ones where there's no movement and we continue to train our mind. We want to do the practices that yes, will make us really have to go deeper, deeper than our sensations, deeper than that voice that says, I can't do this because that's where we put ourselves to that place in the mind when we have that intention of saying, okay, we're doing this together. Another reason we come together in community, the chi field supports us. So you may experience yourself being able to do the practice longer when we're in community, but you take that information and say, you know what? I did, I did this practice without stopping for 14, 15, 30 minutes. I can do this. I did it. And that continues to build your self-confidence, continues to build your will and Yes, many areas of our body, the moment we've had an injury, we can completely forget about it, but the body doesn't forget. And so we have that story inside that says, oh, I can't do this anymore. 
But when we don't move our body, the flow starts to go, it doesn't, it's not optimal. And so these practices are to bring our body to the manufacture settings or as close to, to that as we can, you know, bring it back to the best as we can with what the body that we have now to be able to let that flow of chi. But to do that, there, we're going to maybe at one point hit the wall, but we go through. And this is the benefit here. But it's again, not to do it. We're not doing it to get something. It's we are revealing the power of our will to our own selves. And when we understand the power of our mind, and we realize that the power of the mind with this will can influence this body. I know many times, many students have done this and they're like, okay, my arms are going to fall off, but we keep pushing a little bit more and you feel like, oh, I'm so sore. Sometimes even just a few minutes later, that soreness goes away because it's not the muscle that worked. It's the chi that's continuing to work. And so we don't do exercise to build the muscle. We're moving to move the chi. That's the difference for between exercise and qigong practice. So that's what I would say. Thank you. Yes, and these very strong, intense practices are a way to, to really experience the Shen, the consciousness, returning the master of this body. So feeling the pain, feeling that sensation, being there, and welcoming, welcoming that sensation, welcoming even the conversation of the mind, oh, I'm done, too long, and be there and holding the movement, the posture, and welcoming, offering the space, like I open, I open the attention, I open the attention. So it's not anymore the effort. We never start from the effort. If we start from effort, we are done after two seconds. So, but more I melt, more I step back, more I, I am the master and I allow the master to take over of the body, of, of directing the chi. And, I, when, and when we do this in a chi field, like Rena, you were saying, so beautiful because we stay longer. The power of the chi field is so amazing. When sometimes we even encourage the students just be there doing nothing, allowing the chi field to do the work for you. And we really mean it because even if we are not holding there and we are resting, we are receiving that information that yes i can hold it i can be there and i and again i rest and i lift it up and and the the experience will always be there so even when i would be practicing by myself i will remember the 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 moment in the retreat the chi field will always be with us so the the, the power of practicing together is incredible to, to manifest, to create, to go through the most difficult practices and also to be able to relax to a level, to melt to a level that sometimes on our own is more difficult. So that the, the, the dance between 
ah, working hard, working hard, working hard, and resting and melting. It's 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 definitely one of uh, all our our coming our work together is uh, has, has been incredible to 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 balance that and. As probably you tasted, we love to share so much. We love to give fully, fully our hearts. Yeah. And uh, when we come together. Yeah. Very generous. That's another balance I, I appreciate and recognize. And the teaching was there was a lot of sharing of philosophy and um, wisdom, but also a lot of practice. Very, very helpful. You include both. And. Um, you mentioned something to the effect about being brave and courageous as a teacher, and um, you inspired me to do more of the standing poses and the harder things with my students, because I thought, you know, I've always been a little um, shy about holding them to that, because I, um, I want them to come back, you know? <laughs> <laughs> this is why we do a chin up, my dear. So. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I get the secret. Yeah, that was yeah. my favorite part, to be honest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have to share that. So the first time I was assisting my, my, my first teacher, and it put me there in this beautiful room with 100. That was my first uh, experience of teaching to a group of probably 100 students and um, the teacher laughed and he completely gave me permission to do whatever I wanted and it was not there and I I mean Tang Chi has been my favorite practice from day one so I started the practice with this Chen Chi and I think we went on 20 minutes or something like that. And I could feel the room was like hating me. They all hate me. It was completely like, and, and at the end was heaven. And when I met my teacher for the lunch break, I said, I heard you did Chen Chi. And I'm like, yes, I love Chen Chi. No, you don't do Chen Chi. People don't come back. <laughs> the students <laughs> don't come back with Chen Chi. So I remember when you were talking about that, yes, being brave and courageous because the, the opening in 10 minutes, 15, five minutes of that is profound. So, yes. Yeah. Well, that, that has been my experience of doing those standing poses and holding them for 10, 15, 20 minutes of really feeling the reservoirs of my legs and my torso and my arms fill with chi and getting so um, warm in the core and having my mouth fill with saliva and all the clear fluids is coming out of my eyes practically that you know I'm like wow this is what they're talking about this is this is it and how healing that is for the body to be flooded with that that chi and how um how much energy I had the whole day from that that deeper practice if you will mm -hmm. yes and I feel that again you know we balance, it's all a balance on so many levels. And, and it balance doesn't mean like this perfect, it's like a dance, I would like to say more a dance, you know, and it's a dance with 
the physical, a dance with the mental, with the emotional, with physical practice, with nourishment. And you'll see in our retreats, Danny and I, we do the practices. So we're doing it together. We don't, uh, you know, one person leaves, another person is like, we are fully, you know, supporting each other, practicing. You know, we want it to, again, teacher and uh, student, we're all teachers and we're all students. And so this is one of the things with Jinan Qigong. We all do it together. We all do it together. And as you know, we develop, we are reading the field. We're like, okay, what, what is needed? What, what is next? So we have our ideas, but then in the moment, okay, we literally can be like, okay, what, what's next? What's next? And bringing that, you know, to really make each retreat unique. It, because the people that are there are unique. They might even be the same people, but they might be in a different space. And so we read that, we sense that. And this is where we still develop very close relationships with our students. We call them students, friends, whatever, we, you know, we have this connection. And when it's time for us to lead, we know that they trust us. And we take that trust you know, so much respect, so much respect that they trust us to lead them. And this is why we will push them a little bit more, but we always have the invitation. Okay. Right. Push yourself, let the field support you. If you need to rest, mm -hmm. that's also a skill for us to be able to say within our own selves, I need to take a break. There's times Danny's been leading and I, I can have my ego say, well, I'm the teacher. I have to have my arms up no way, Jose. There's times I'm like, oh, I'm processing something right now. I'm going to bring my hands down. Okay. I'm ready. Come back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just continue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. Honoring the body. And you did mention that the, I love this piece where you shared how the body is doing the best that it can. The body's really showing up and, and doing what it's here to do. And I do also appreciate how, and this is coming up in another teaching that I'm holding space for um, with a group where um, the Shen leads. We don't want the Jing to lead, right? We want to make sure the body isn't leading, but right. the, the mind, the bigger mind is leading and how, um, yeah, how to put that in um, priority. You know, how do we recognize when um, we're letting the body lead and that may not be taking us where we want to go? Do you have any advice on that or want to be more clear in, in defining that for us? Mm -hmm. Oh, I'll say uh, with that, it's always a relationship. They're really in this, in this body, we want to reframe and understand that this body is part of the solution. If we want to heal, we want to work with the body. And somehow, some way, many people have separated, separated either through trauma or through different things. And so the mind, we, we sense we just live up here and something happens to the body. It's like, oh, you're not doing what I want you to do. But that's, that's, not, that's not the optimal way. That's not the way of love. That's not the way of integration. And so... We want to, again, honor this body and know that the Shen, Shen is the master, but it's not a master 
you know, it's an embracing loving. And this is where, when our mind becomes the story, becomes the ego, you know, it becomes very strong. And so we want to bring all pieces of ourself back together. And once we understand with our true self-awareness, this body's also a reflection. This body's also me. This is part of the solution. If I want to heal this physical body, knowing that the body's doing the best that it can, I, with my true love to my own self. So I would say also with the awareness, what we were sharing the retreat, attention is love. And so when we look at this body and we actually really listen, not to control it or say, don't do this. It's to say, how can I support you? Mm. That's it's the integration. The integration. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm hearing what you're saying. The way I'm hearing it is like, the, it's all um, universal love, but the body aspect of that is less informed. It doesn't see the bigger picture, right? So we don't want that aspect to be leading because it can't see the whole, right? There's, there's something, yeah, that um, we want to open the communication between the body and the, the aspect of mind that sees the, the whole has access to, um, yeah, how to work as with this companion of itself. It's, it is itself in a companion form as a vehicle for, like you say, manifesting an instrument that we need to tune every day if we want to play good music. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danny, you want to share anything about that relationship? Hmm. For me, it always goes back to the heart and to embrace to embrace this body from the big infinite being that I am. So to take care of this body from the oneness that I am, mm-hmm. to, to welcome, to start welcoming how I feel, the sensation, the, the experiences, the memories, the trauma. And when I open the attention, I offer the space and immediately I remember, I experienced that I am bigger body, a bigger being. The chi, the mist, the mist is here. I'm empty and not empty. So I take care, taking care of this body from the big being that I am. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm just really grateful for the opportunity and how. Um, even though we were all over different parts of the country and maybe even the world, I'm not sure where everybody was coming from, but it felt like we were in the same room. Really, I had that sense of feeling in a community. Um, and I didn't, I met most of them for the very first time, right? I'd never met them before, but it was so welcoming and so inclusive and, um, it was just easy to drop in and feel at home. So thank you both for providing that container. And um, yeah, I can sense that you've done this together at least 17 times, but I think <laughs> even if it had been my first retreat, 
you know, that you had been working together, I would have felt that. I just feel that within your um, relationship that there's a destined, um, yeah, space between you that's meant to nourish and hold this um, tradition and carry it into the world, into people's homes directly. You're, you're entering into people's homes. You know, it's very intimate, very um, transparent. There's a lot of transparency, which feels, you know, it engenders trust, as you mentioned. I want to thank you both so much for welcoming me in and um, introducing me to some new tools. And, um, oh, I, I guess I want to end with this because I had never heard this, but I'm delighted. I'm going to repeat it because I love it about the tongue being the only part of the body that lives inside and outside. And because it's connected to the heart, I mean, you didn't say this, so if you don't agree, you can say so. But um, my, my hit on that intuitively was that because it's connected to the heart, it's like we can put our heart out into the world, right? We can wear our heart on our sleeve. We can um, let our heart be, um, be seen through the speech, through the words, through what we share. Um, and so I had heard about, you know, I was aware that the lungs are the only internal organ directly exposed to the outside air but I hadn't heard that about the tongue and the heart. So if there's anything you want to share about that with our listeners that weren't in the retreat, that, um, yeah, how mm -hmm. you, why you shared that and what else you might want to say about it. Yeah. I love, um, you know, I love Chinese medicine. So, uh, obviously Qigong is, um, a branch of Chinese medicine, Qi being the root of Chinese medicine and, you know, I love learning about the physical body, the meridians, and yeah, I completely resonate with what you're saying. Yes, the, um, there's a heart point on the tip of the tongue, and yes, when, when we bring the tongue in and out, absolutely. This is another reason why we raise the tip of the tongue up to the soft palate, where the soft and hard palate meet, and the roof of the mouth, because the tongue represents the heart. So when we raise the tongue up, the mind and the heart are also merged in that oneness. And so, you know, again, as we explore together, you know, Danny and I, she lives, uh, we live probably like uh, 30 minutes away from each other. You know, we're leading the retreat, but energetically, you know, we're holding hands, we're holding heart and saying, okay, let's share. And we give each other that freedom. And from, you know, that knowledge we share because that may inspire someone that may say, okay, you know, the field is calling. And so why I shared it in this moment in time, can't really say, but you know, it was like, it just came out and it's like, yeah, random factoid. Here we are. <laughs> so yeah. And uh, you know, it helps us appreciate mm -hmm. this amazing, amazing being that we are on all levels. And so any of that we share freely, we share freely. And Danny was sharing the um, red dragon. What is it? Swirling in the ocean. <laughs> I'd never heard that before. So her, that's another thing. Her yeah. and I, we learn from each other. Right. And we have that respect and say, okay, you know, you share and we're, we're practicing together. And, and so we, we are supporting each other as teachers as well. So another gift. 
Yes, I want to say that 17 retreats are together, but I just knew from the first moment when I met you, Reina, I just knew right away your love, your passion, like uh, we, are being, we are a mirror to each other in our passion and dedication to, to Qigong. And so it was just like so, and also love, passion, dedication to Qigong, and also the big heart that we share and we have with each other, with the, with the friends, with the students, everything. So it's been an incredible journey um, to create the community, all these students, they really, they really trust us, like, like you were saying, they trust us also because they really experience and they witness the respect that we have mm -hmm. for each other. They really, they see it's so important to, it's not so, it doesn't happen too often to see many people collaborating and sticking for 17 retreats together. <laughs> and not only that, we are, we became most incredible friends. Mm -hmm. So also the friendship and we play together, we are friends and we are teaching together. So it's a beautiful, it's been a beautiful gift. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel it. Thank you. Thanks for sharing your friendship with us and letting us come into your circle and play. <laughs> Thank you for yeah. coming. Yeah, my pleasure. There were um, a number of people who shared some testimonials during the retreat of having some breakthroughs just in the three days. So that was really, really lovely to see and be part of and witness. And of course you shared that it's the group field that can contribute to that where we never know who's bringing what to the table, right? Yeah. And that's what I love, like in a circle where we practice here outdoors, you know, somebody's energy could be raising the whole uh, field and we don't know who that is because it's invisible. Um, and so it's anonymous, which is wonderful because we don't have to, um, yeah. It so is. So even when sometimes we experience there is the resistance, we know that the resistance is there and yeah, there yeah. is no name. It's beautiful. Right. Same, same. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Yeah. So what I think we'll do is just put links to your websites in the uh, video. And then um, if you'd like to share anything about your upcoming classes, or anything you'd like our listeners to know about what you're offering and how they can be part of that. Mm -hmm. So we both um, have weekly classes and we have them on opposite times, again, to respect. And we really, I personally always encourage, you know, we have, uh, we can say shared students, but really anyone is free to go anywhere. And, um, because again, we're both, even though we have our own separate classes, we're, we're sharing Jinan Qigong and we're sharing the essence. And so uh, for me personally, I have Monday evening, Tuesday morning, Thursday morning, I have a Tuesday Spanish class. And you know we have themes, things change through the seasons and everything specific standard time and as of now is on Zoom. 
So, yeah. And I teach Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 9 to 10. So that have been my practices, my morning classes. I call it the morning classes. And, and I offer, oh, oh, yes, the gem. Every, the first Tuesday of every month, I offer a healing night. And I've been offering these healing nights probably for 15 years already. And it's like 90 minutes, like a chin-up with the experience in the retreat. Students, friends join, sometimes just only on the phone, and a beautiful healing meditation. So that happened every Tuesday, the first Tuesday of each month. And I love offering immersions, like three hours immersions, like mini workshop. Like on Sunday 27, I would do a sound immersion. So three hours on experiencing and the, between the teaching and the practice. So I offer the, those monthly, like a half day, three hours to, to go deeper and deeper. Mm. Yeah, I've participated in those as well. Really, again, I go really deep. You're, you really take people deep, Danny. Your yeah, energy is just... Lovely and just so uplifting and yeah, your smile and yeah, just a beautiful innocence about yeah. And for sure, we're coming back with another retreat. Yes, in summer we don't have the dates yet, but we will keep you posted. Yeah, I highly <laughs> encourage anyone who's listening to um, do attend a retreat and experience it for yourself. So, is there anything else you'd like to say before we wrap up? I feel like I want to just go and luxuriate in the energy of this, the rest of my weekend from yes, yeah, what's been given, and it's still just percolating. And I feel like I'm going to get some really deep rest tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm already feeling like I'm on my way there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would just say, like to say thank you. Go. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It was go. <laughs> you know, thank you for your yes. Thank you for your own work. And you know, we're all all together supporting our potential as human beings and letting ourselves enjoy. So thank you for sharing the good information with everyone. Yeah, you're welcome. Thanks. Thank you. And amazing to have this conversation after the retreat. Thank you. Yeah. For being there, saying yes, coming fully. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so fresh, we wanted to stay in the field of this. And uh, yeah, thank you for providing it and yeah, all that you do and offer and um, for saying yes to this, to showing up again after serving all weekend. Um, I appreciate it. All right. Thank you. Thank you everyone for tuning in and um, showing up for yourself by living and learning and staying open and happy. (laughs) Bye for now. Ciao.